Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I have to admit, I, I thought that would sound a whole lot worse than it actually did. <laughs> Canty, I get through two and a half hours of a game broadcast and I'm literally reading the close to the game. And I have the worst coughing fit you could possibly have. You see, that's what happens when you go a week without talking to me for a couple of hours a day. <laughs> Clearly. That's what happens. Clearly. Oh, my God. You, ha- wow. you have mishaps like that. How was and, and College listen, Station, by the way? How was, I th- I, I, how was College Station? It was, yeah. it was what you would expect College Station to be. Okay. It was, you know, the whole area is Aggie land. That's what they call it. It is Aggie land. And everything is Texas A&M, Texas State flags. It is, boy, it's, I would really want to see what that is like on a football Saturday in the fall. It's got to be nuts. From your social media, it looked like there was a nice little line for the student section. Oh, the students, Canty, they were fired up. Buzz Williams has done a nice job down there. That was a great environment, and it was a lot of fun on Saturday. I had a good time there. Really enjoyed my visit there. It was Excellent. Had never been there before. Excellent. Really good. Other than a massive coughing fit that, by the way, then proceeded to go for another five minutes before we left. (laughs) (laughs) It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Derek Carr's going to the Saints, and the Jets have just absolutely screwed themselves over. There's no two ways about it, Chris Canty. Listen. We understand that the Jets have been, from day one, resolute in their pursuit or belief that Aaron Rodgers could be wearing their green next year, and he has been choice number one. But can't he? As I learned around the prom, you don't bank on choice number one. You don't, you don't do that. It's a mistake. And I, I, I think that for me... I look at this from the Jets' perspective, and I think that you sent the message from day one to Derek Carr that he was your backup plan, and he wasn't going to be anybody's backup plan. Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to, big fella. Nobody wants to be treated like an option in a relationship. Everybody wants to feel like they're a priority, and the Jets have made it clear that Aaron Rodgers is the priority going into this free agency cycle, and... The unknown part about all of that is what should give Jets fans a lot of angst because when they've been in this position about trying to find who the next franchise quarterback is, the franchise has always found a way to screw it up. So even though you might have given yourself the inside track by hiring Nathaniel Hackett as your offensive coordinator, somebody that Aaron Rodgers has a really close relationship with, that by no means is a guarantee that you're going to be able to land that plane, pun intended. And so coming out of the combine, the word on the street was, that Derek Carr had a slight lean toward the Jets over the Panthers and over the Saints. I I struggle to understand why the Jets didn't turn that slight lean into a contract paying him what the Saints gave him ultimately, which was a four-year, $150 million pack. 
with 100 million in guarantees and 60 million to sign. To me, that's something that's palatable given the Jets' contract contract situation and salary cap status. But I, I just don't understand how you let Derek Carr walk out of the door for the possibility of Aaron Rodgers or any other potential quarterback. Carlin has a good friend. Once told me, you never mess up your for show for Samo, and that's exactly what the New York Jets did in this situation. And it could come back to bite him if Aaron Rodgers decides that he's going to go elsewhere, not come to Florham Park. And can't you just talking to people? I think this is the owner. I think this is 100% Woody Johnson. You know, you listen and you look at what's happened, right? The Jets, their uh, brain trust in Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, uh, they met with him twice. They had him to Florham Park. They took him out to a meal. Whoever uh, it was who went to Indianapolis last week at Douglas and his staff, they met with him again. Yep. Like, I think it was clear all along. Even Woody Johnson flew in to see him. But I think it was clear all along that they liked Derek Carr a lot. When I say they, I mean their GM and their coach. Mm-hmm. I think if you gave them some truth serum, they would tell you that the best way to go would be with Derek Carr because they had enough around him on both sides of the ball to make it work. They didn't have to deal with any headaches. They didn't have to sit and wait. And they also would not have to be giving up anything in terms of uh, draft compensation in a potential trade and would have to get some financial parts of this really worked out. I I am 100% of the belief that Woody Johnson, just like he did with Brett Favre, wanted a superstar to be his quarterback, and now he has put all his eggs in that basket. And I'll tell you what, if you reach in and he doesn't want to come and play for the Jets, you've got a major, major problem on your hand hands, and there's nobody to me to blame. And, and frankly, Joe Douglas and, and Robert Sala are going to take the fall for it, but it's on the owner. Well, I mean, you're absolutely right. Woody Johnson runs the Jets kind of like you run the show. You're always fat-handing things, and that's exactly what it feels like with the quarterback situation. Everybody acknowledges that this is a roster that's ready to win now. When you look at the young pieces that Joe Douglas has been able to assemble, you had the offensive rookie of the year, the defensive rookie of the year. You've got a solid offensive line if everybody comes back healthy. You've got a solid skill position core. And, oh, by the way, you had a defense that was top five in yards and points last season. This is a team that's ready to win as long as you get competent quarterback play, and that's been something that's eluded you, whether it's Joe Flacco, Mike White, or Zach Wilson. You haven't been able to have a steady hand at the most important position in all of team sports, and this offseason presented an opportunity for you. No, check that. They gift-wrapped an opportunity to you by the Raiders deciding that they wanted to move on from Derek Carr. I get it. Aaron Rodgers is by leaps and bounds a better player at the position. But when you think about all of the things that Derek Carr is bringing to the table, the leadership intangibles, the sports character, showing up this time of the offseason as opposed to getting there right before the start of training camp, all of those things matter when you try to build championship DNA into a young core of players. I don't know what you're going to get from Aaron Rodgers. I don't know when this Rodgers situation is going to resolve itself. There's a ton of moving parts in terms of restructuring his contract, what happens, how much money is Green Bay willing to eat on this deal, and what kind of compensation the Packers are looking in return for Rodgers. I mean, all of those things are very fluid. 
Whereas you had a situation with Derek Carr where he was ready to sign today and you decided to forego that opportunity because that was plan B and you're pushing all of your chips to the table for plan A and that might not materialize. That That's the part, Carlin, that makes me uneasy for Jets fans. It's yeah. already a dysfunctional franchise. They have the longest playoff drought of anybody in the National Football League. And you decided that, yeah, well, getting a, a veteran quarterback, we want more than just somebody that can get, a, get us to the postseason. We want somebody that can win us the Super Bowl. I get it. I understand that, Carlin. Can but we take a there, baby step first? But that's my point. There, yeah. there's, a, there's a chance that you might not get Aaron Rodgers, and you had a chance to eliminate any type of uncertainty around what the prospects for the 2023 season would be for the Jets, which is securing Derek Carr, a good veteran quarterback that makes you a playoff contender. And a good veteran quarterback who's going to be there every week. He's, you know, he's durable. He's going to show up. He's gonna, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers isn't, but I, I saw a guy this past year that was not the same player as he had been in years past, Canty. Yeah, there's some slippage there, and, and, yeah. and that's another part of the equation. There's more runway with Derek Carr than there is with Aaron Rodgers. And, like, think about it. You could have Derek Carr, in theory, for the next half a decade. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a two-year proposition at, at best. best. Yeah. So in looking at it and assessing what you would have to give up and all of the gymnastics um, that you would have to go through, how you would have to bend and court, court yourself in order to – to get Aaron Rodgers to bestow his good graces on you, it just seems like a more viable path to go with Derek Carr. But they decided that they're not going to do that. Here's the thing that really stands out to me, though. If you listen to Rob Sala when he was at the Combine late last week, he compared Derek Carr to Matt Stafford when he left Detroit. Mm -hmm. And he said that, you know, Derek Carr, there are a lot of similarities in terms of his career and what happened with Matt Stafford through the first nine years of his career in Detroit. There are a lot of similarities to both of them, and we know that when Stafford decided to leave after his 12th season with the Lions and go to the Los Angeles Rams, he ends up winning a championship. So if your head coach is comparing Derek Carr to Matt Stafford when he left Detroit and won a championship in L.A., then he's a guy that you believe or some people in the building believe can win your championship. Well, if that be the case... Why the hell would you think about passing on Derek Carr to wait on the unknown of Aaron Rodgers? And I think that's why when you hear Robert Sala speak that effusively about him and make a direct comparison in that situation, not just generically talking nicely about him, but, hey, this guy can do what Matt Stafford just did for us. That's Robert Sala sending a message to the owner. That's Joe Douglas, I think, probably on the same page as Robert Sala of like, hey, this it's nice that we could have a star, but the back pages aren't a thing anymore. And, and that's what they need to understand. That's what he needs to understand. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So how does Derek Carr's decision affect the quarterback carousel? We get to that. 
Breaking news on the quarterback front. Derek Carr signing with the New Orleans Saints. All of a sudden, this team that's 7-10 last year, now they have a quarterback. On paper, it makes a ton of sense. It's an upgrade for the Saints. They got to feel like, you know what? We're the favorite to win the division. Yes, right now the New Orleans Saints are sitting in a great position because, number one, they do have a defense, a defense that has been dominant. Derek Carr has been in the National Football League for nine years and does not have one single playoff victory. I love Stephen A. The reason is he's been with a bad organization for nine years. Yeah, they're a awful. bad organization they're for nine awful. years. They're awful. Carlin, Derek Carr has never played with a top ten defense. Never. Not close. That's atrocious. Yep. It's there's a reason why terrible. Derek Carr has the most come from behind wins since 2014. It's because he's always playing from behind. Exactly. <laughs> he's always playing from behind. So you pair him. With a top 10 defense, and that's what the Saints have been perennially for the last, you know, five to seven years. They've been a top 10 defensive outfit. You put them with that defense and no skill position players, good night. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hit us up on Twitter at Chris Carlin, at Chris Canty 99. And, of course, it's 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Want to hear from you on Derek Carr going to the Saints and who that affects the most, what the Jets should do next. But let's talk about the rest of that league. And you heard in the middle there, Herm Edwards, make the point that the Saints should be now the favorite to win the NFC South. Canty, if they signed you to play quarterback, they would be the favorite to win the NFC South because the NFC South is terrible. No offense to you personally. Uh, honestly, I don't. Uh, it's a great move for the Saints. It makes all the sense in the world for them. But I'm very curious now as to what this means elsewhere. What does this mean for the Carolina Panthers? Does this now mean that Carolina is going to go and draft a quarterback and they're going to have to trade up in order to get up and, and be able to be in position to do that from the ninth slot? Because the way it looked after the combine this weekend I don't know that any one of the four quarterbacks you could talk about in the top ten are going to fall to nine. Does this mean that the Tennessee Titans are going to draft somebody or they're going to stand pat with Ryan Tannehill? The Indianapolis Colts, Canty, there are a lot of different things to look at here that Derek Carr really affected by going to the Saints. There's no question, but Derek Carr going to the Saints gives Aaron Rodgers a ton more leverage, whether it ends up being the Las Vegas Raiders the Miami Dolphins, or the New York Jets. There, there's a ton of leverage now because you've taken away a potential opening or a slot for a starting quarterback job. So I, I think that domino falling is going to help, I guess, crystallize the pecking order for the quarterback market this offseason, and it's just going to drive up the going rate because the floor now has to be what Derek Carr just got, $37.5 million over four years with $100 million in guarantees. That's going to be the going rate for guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. So I, I just – this is a situation that becomes really interesting now for all of those quarterback-starved teams, and everybody's going to be keeping an eye toward what happens with Lamar Jackson as well as what happens with Aaron Rodgers and also what happens with Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. But I think it's fascinating now that we start to see some of those dominoes fall – I think you'll start to see more moves being made, more subsequent decisions being made about who the quarterbacks are going to be that fill some of these chairs, some of these vacancies that we've kind of tabbed for this offseason. Did Carr go to the place that was absolutely the best place for him to go? 
I, I like the fit. He's got experience with Dennis Allen. Uh, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening uh, with the rest of the landscape of the division and what those teams do. But the NFC South was the worst division in football. Yeah. And, and Carr is going to a situation where he's got a really good defense. He's got skill position players to work with, a solid offensive line. I, I think this is a really good fit for him. They, they're, it's a warm weather division, and he's playing indoors, something that he's used to. So I, I, I think it's a great fit for Derek Carr, not to mention his pathway to getting to the postseason and competing for a championship is so much easier because he's in the NFC. So I, I love the move for the Saints. It's a functional front office. He, he's got familiarity with the coaching staff, and, and he's got a defense. So, I mean, uh, of the, the, the differences between his previous situation with the Raiders and what he's walking into now, you'd have to say he, he's definitively upgraded in two of the three critical areas, right? Yeah. You, you, you look at it, the only place that you can't say it's a clear and obvious upgrade is the coaching situation because I think people are still – kind of in wait-and-see mode with Dennis Allen. But, I mean, he's got a better front office, he's got a more functional franchise, and he's got a better defense. Pretty good spot to be in if you're Derek Carr. Feels like it. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. We are just getting the ball rolling. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Did Derek Carr go to the right place? And did the Jets absolutely play themselves here? There are, though, other places that get affected by this, as we were just discussing, and we're going to get into them all in just moments when we are joined by ESPN NFL insider Jeremy Fowler. So why did Derek Carr end up choosing the Saints over the Jets and other places when maybe he had initially leaned in that direction? We'll get the answer from Jeremy in just moments man we got a lot to do today we're excited it's canty and carlin on espn radio and the espn app canty and carlin the podcast passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You want answers? You get them from Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL Insider. Joins Canty and Carlin right now on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Jeremy, let's get right into it. Derek Carr signing with the Raiders. Uh, you had reported that he was leaning, had a potential lean toward the Jets. So what changed there for Derek Carr? Yeah, well, Chris, you know, uh, really what changed is overnight, you know, I was told late Sunday and early Monday, the uh, Saints got me their final push. So, you know, they were always in the heavily in the mix. And the Saints wanted him from the beginning. That's really what helped them. You know, he was their number one option, where some of these other teams like the Jets, uh, maybe the Panthers to an extent because they pick in the top ten, uh, had him as either 1A or, or option B, or, you know, he wasn't clearly the guy. Uh, but really, you know, the Jets, uh, you know, I was told he was even having correspondence with Todd Dowling, who's on the Jets staff, who was uh, one of his coaches with the Raiders back in the day. They're really tight. You know, they were talking as Derek was kind of mulling his decision. Um and so the Jets were in the mix at the end of it. It's just that, you know, the Saints won out. And, and clearly, from what we're seeing out there, they, they came with a, a pretty hefty contract as well. Jeremy, should we look at the decision for the Jets to tap out of the Derek Carr sweepstakes as an indicator that they're going to get Aaron Rodgers? Well, uh, it's I would say so. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I'll say this, though. The, the problem is the – money that Aaron Rodgers is due this year. It's $58 million of sort of a balloon payment. It's like a guarantee that you don't have to exercise until week one, but it's out there and it's something that teams aren't going to want to pay. I don't know the, the Jets threshold on that, but I do know that I've talked to multiple teams in the quarterback market who say that it's an issue with the Rodgers trade value right now. It's just, you know, the, like a team's going to need that reworked facilitated maybe green bay can eat a little bit of the money uh to work out a deal but to just throw the 58 million dollars to somebody even the jets i think is going to be an issue so that's really the hold up right now but the, the jets my understanding stay committed uh to getting aaron Rodgers, and, and he's their option a as he has been jeremy fowler espn nfl insider senior nfl writer joining us on canty and carlin on espn radio have they, though, put themselves in a position, Jeremy, where the Jets have lost some leverage in this because Carr was the first shoe to drop, so to speak, in a potential deal with the Packers? Well, possibly. Um, you know, they, of course, they always had that Derek Carr option in their pocket, and, and now that's gone. But you still have Jimmy Garoppolo. They still have other options that they could look into at the quarterback position, uh, which helps them. But I don't. I, I really don't know how much leverage the Packers are going to have. It, it's still uncertain how many teams will be involved. I do expect there to be multiple teams. I don't think the Jets will be the only one. Um, but, you know, he's a unique fit and market. You know, whereas Lamar Jackson, if he's available, you know, you could point to Atlanta. Uh, you could point to, you know, maybe Washington or Miami. Like, there would be some natural suitors that would go for a young quarterback where Rodgers going on, you know, 39, 40 years old, you don't know how long he's going to play. Um, but, you know, but with the Jets, they have the Nathaniel Hackett connection with the OC there. 
was with him in Green Bay. So the Jets are more of a fit than others. So I, I don't know that they're going to be a bunch of teams vying for his services. I do expect more than one, but it might not be that robust, especially with the threat of how long Aaron is going to play and the money involved. So that probably helps the Jets. Talking with ESPN senior NFL writer Jeremy Fowler on Canty and Carlin. And, Jeremy, you just brought up Lamar Jackson, so let's go there. Franchise tag deadline is tomorrow. We heard reports that there was a recent visit from Ravens GM Eric DaCosta to South Florida to speak with Lamar Jackson about his contract. The two sides are no closer than they were last summer. So where do things stand with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? What are you hearing about which franchise tag the Ravens will place on Lamar? Well, the Ravens do want to take these last 24 hours or so and and see if they can hammer out a long-term deal. But there's been a big gap in the guaranteed money, so we'll see if they can pull it off. Um, I'm largely not expecting that. And really, you have two options at the tag. You have an exclusive franchise tag, which is just a straight some amount of probably $45 million, but the team would own his rights completely and can negotiate with only Lamar. And Lamar can only negotiate with them. But the non-exclusive tag is out there, and – I talked to a lot of people at the Combine who seem to think that the Ravens are at least considering the non-exclusive tag, which seemed crazy four months ago. But now that would give Lamar the option to negotiate with other teams who could bring an offer sheet to the table that the Ravens could either accept or decline in exchange for two first-round picks. So that would be a wild scene-setter for free agency if they do that. Still no hard decision on which way they're leaning, um, but I I do believe the non-exclusive tag has been on the table. Jeremy, we just heard the news a little while ago. You reported it that the Chiefs are not going to tag Orlando Brown Jr. I guess my first question is why? Well, I was surprised when I heard that. I think they just looked at the franchise tag amount as too much. It's almost $19 million. And something's come to a head with Orlando Brown. I thought because of the nature of having the best quarterback in the game, coming off the Super Bowl that you protect him at all costs, you know, but they tried to get a long-term deal done last year. It didn't work out. And going on a second tag, it seems like the Chiefs just sort of cut their losses thinking, hey, we can still negotiate with him over the next week and maybe we can come to a long-term agreement. But just the one-year lump sum payment, uh, the team wasn't very interested in. They either want to get a deal that helps them spread out the salary cap or just move on. They've shown to be uh, adept at getting – quality offensive linemen in short order they did it a year ago uh, i'm sorry i think it was two years ago and they really rebuilt their offensive line with new pieces drafted some guys and, and they've all thrived so they feel like they can probably do it again jeremy i know we're getting a lot of nfl news because we just had the combine and that's where a lot of league business gets done but there were actually guys that are expected to be drafted into the nfl that were performing over the weekend and the quarterback's made huge waves at the combine, specifically Anthony Richardson. And and I say all that to say this, we're anticipating that as many as four quarterbacks could go in the top 10 of this year's NFL draft. The Chicago Bears general manager has let it be known that he's open for business in dealing the first overall pick. Have we heard anything about the timeline of when that will happen and, and what teams are looking to move up to number one? Yeah, Chris, that, timeline will come in waves right so right now the wave is free agency so if a team feels like it might need to sign one of these quarterbacks in free agency or go after an Aaron Rodgers right now then it needs to have clarity with the Bears hey can I move up or really any team stay in the top three hey am I going to be able to move up to get the quarterback I need Um, and so if they have that kind of urgency then they could do a deal as early as this week Uh, after that you know that it will 
be more in line with the kind of late March, early April window. Um, so there's no real rush, but it just really depends on the specific team interested and the planning they want to do. You know, I'd heard the teams picking in the say top seven or eight are going to need multiple firsts and probably multiple second round picks to get something done mm. to be able to slide up, you know, say six spots or seven spots. So um, we'll see who's got the threshold to make that happen. Jeremy, last one for me, and we just saw Calvin Ridley get reinstated, so he can be back with the team completely here, and we also saw them tag Evan Ingram here. Uh, there seem to be a lot of gymnastics here for the Jaguars. How are they going to be able to make this all fit with their offense, considering their salary cap situation? Well, they do have some challenges. They have a little bit of cap space, but they really want to keep right tackle Jawan Taylor, who played well, but his market is sort of skyrocketing here. So he's going to be hard to keep unless they want to pay a big price. So, you know, their goal is to keep Ingram and to keep Taylor, at least with tagging Ingram at the lower number than what Taylor would be. That that helps them secure one of those pieces, and then they'll try to negotiate with Taylor. But either way, they know they're in a good spot. Um, They have plenty of weapons. You know, they like some of their younger offensive linemen. Uh, so the offense should be just fine. Jeremy, appreciate the time. Thanks very much. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL writer. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. If you notice a little bit of extra spring in Chris Canty's step, it's very subtle, but it's there. It's because of what's happening with the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's go! Is the Lake Show back on? It's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. No LeBron, no problem. There he is sitting in the boot over on the bench, and you're not even sweating last night as the Lakers get it done against the Golden State Warriors. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Just just be honest. How much has your mood improved? And you, you're not a sour guy. You're a happy guy to begin with. But just over the last couple of weeks since the trade deadline, since the way things are going, I mean, before our little uh, time off last week, you were feeling pretty darn good to begin with after just two games how much has your mood improved with the Lakers' situation in the last couple of weeks? No, man, it, it's improved a lot. I mean, I felt good about this team right after the trade deadline when they made the moves. And I know it was a small sample size in terms of the games that they played. I mean, they played against a shorthanded New Orleans Pelicans team. But at that moment, it, it, it felt like you saw some of the pieces coming together in what – um, the, the general manager, Rob Linka did in terms of reimagining what this roster would be around Braun and AD. They gave up a first-round pick, but they got a whole lot in exchange for it in terms of getting guys like Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley and D'Angelo Russell. The biggest thing now is health for this team, Carlin, because you're talking about them being right there a game out from that play-in spot, and, and, and you just got to imagine if they found a way to get into the play-in and LeBron James and D'Angelo Russell are healthy, that they most certainly will find their way into the postseason. Well, you have to at least uh, acknowledge, not you, but people in general, people like me, uh, who my primary concern all along has been whether or not AD would be able to stay healthy and what impact he would have if he is on the floor. He's killing it. He's, he's absolutely killing it when he's out there right now. And, and the biggest reason why uh, they are kind of, yes, you added those players to the mix, yep. it helped. But they've won five out of seven, and AD's north of 30 virtually every night. Yeah, and yesterday was a dominant performance. I've been begging for Anthony Davis to start faster, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, the Lakers essentially led wire to wire in that game. They, 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 they never trailed after the first quarter. So in a situation like that where you see Anthony Davis start the quarter, start the game with 15 points in the first quarter and taking seven shots, that's what the offense needs to be. He has to be the catalyst, the guy that gets everybody else going, and that's exactly what you saw, and that's reflected in the stat line because not only did he have 39 points, but he added eight boards, six assists, and two blocks to go along with it. So you're talking about somebody that is the one to get everybody going, not only on the offensive end, but on the defensive end as well. You couple that with some shot making from Austin Reeves off the bench and Troy Brown Jr., and you have the makings of a Lakers team that's able to hold serve at home. Now, you're talking about them being 2-2 two and two since Braun has been out, since he uh, heard a pop in that Mavs game. Mm. But, but you feel great about what this team could potentially be if they could hang in long enough to get D'Angelo Russell back, who's now listed as day-to-day, and when they eventually get LeBron James back. Well, this is the thing. It, it's helped, but we weren't pointing to those two as the concern. We were pointing to Davis as the concern. So they've been able – listen, it's – you've put yourself in such a hole this season that you hate to say just stay afloat here a little bit, 
But that's kind of what it is when they have just found themselves to with uh, to be within uh, what a, a half game at this point. I think it's I think they're a game out in the loss column yeah. uh, of the play-in as yeah. we speak behind Utah. And I listen. I don't expect Utah to stick around. I, I don't expect Utah to stick around. So I would have to believe the Lakers are going to be in it at that point. And then all bets are off. All bets are off because, and the thing I would think you have to feel the best about is if somehow you find your way into it and you navigate your way out of it and you're playing the Nuggets, well, you're feeling good then. Oh, yeah. Because you, we, you and I have virtually no faith in the Denver Nuggets whatsoever. Well, they got to show me, right? They haven't yeah. been to the conference finals since Jokic started winning MVP. So I'm going to hit the pause button on the the Denver Nuggets for right now. They've got to prove it to me once we get to the playoffs. But what we're seeing from AD is similar to what we saw in the bubble, right? When he was playing at a near MVP type of level, we, we thought he was the unicorn in the NBA. Now, since there have been a lot of guys that have passed him, Giannis and Tenacupo and Nikola Jokic, but – AD has always had this type of potential, and that's what we said made him so special, which is why the Lakers had no problem mortgaging a bunch of picks and players in order to bring him to play alongside LeBron. But now that LeBron has been out of the lineup, you're you're starting to see AD assert himself more. 27 of the 39 points that AD scored were in the first and fourth quarter. He had 15 in the first. He had 12 in the fourth. You want your star players to start fast and finish strong to set the tone for the rest of the team. That's exactly what happened. So being able to do that, being able to outscore the Golden State Warriors when it comes to points in the paint, that matters. And so the fact that we got that version of Anthony Davis is only going to bode well for the Lakers down the stretch. Now, my biggest concern is AD running out of gas by the time D'Lo and Braun get back. Yeah, Because we've seen that happen with not only the Lakers, but other teams. They put too much on one star. That guy eventually breaks down and derails that team's prospects for that given season. But if you're able to get D'Lo back in the next week to 10 days, if you're able to get LeBron James back in the next couple of weeks, then all of a sudden, as a Lakers fan, I can dream a little bit, Carlin, because not only are we talking about getting in the dance, but we're talking about potentially going on a deep playoff run. Mm. See, I'm still not bringing myself around to Who are you scared of in the West, well, man? But Who are you still, scared of? I'm the Denver Nuggets? Bringing... No. John Morant, no. Sacramento, no. Golden State, no. I mean, who are you scared of? We're three and one against the Golden State Warriors this year, including three straight wins. Give me a break. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.